1: 225 274 1607 or visit us on the web at www.hflc.us. We look forward to hearing from you. Be blessed now as you listen to God's Jesus. Word. You are all
0: for today, Master, Savior. I have come to seek you. The Word tonight. So it's going to be a gospel message Sunday. Always oh, a gospel message. But we're going to have a special gospel message about being connected to Jesus on Sunday. So get I'm believing for 30 to 50 people to be saved on Sunday. Is that okay? And um, I'm just believing for God to do wonderful things in here. It's not about the hamburgers and the slides and the fun and the games we're going to have afterwards. That's not what it's about. It's about the fun and games that we're going to have here in the sun, the S-O-N. We can go out in the S-U-N, but we're going to have it in the S-O-N in the house. So be prayed up and be ready uh, and just come casual. We're going to have a great day uh, and just enjoy that and be ready. Relationships. Say with me relationships. Relationships. We have been dealing, or just started on Sunday, an all-important new series that I believe is going to be so liberating to every one of you. It's going to be liberating to your marriage, if you're married. It's going to be liberated in your family. It's going to be liberating in your future, because why? We're teaching you to develop proper relationships that are going to help you in your development and growth in life. We're not talking about relationships as in boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife. That's part of it, but that's not the totality of it. We're talking about the connections, the friendships, the shoulders, the people you're rubbing shoulders with, the people you're around, the people who are speaking into your life, feeding into your life, the importance of having proper relationships. Remember Sunday, I said this statement. If I am not connected to the right things, I'll never make it to the right places. If I'm not connected to the right things, I'll never make it to the right places, which also means this, and I'm excited about this. If I am connected to the right things, come on, help me out in the house tonight. If I'm connected to the right things, I'm going to make it to the right places. How many times have you perhaps said or heard someone say, I was in the wrong place? Thank you. So you have heard that and said that before. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. How many knows that doesn't just happen? You don't just find yourself in the wrong place, you find yourself in the wrong place one step at a time, one wrong connection at a time, one wrong friendship at a time and so often we travel further away than we ever could imagine. I remember once being on the beach with my kids and, and we went for a walk down the beach. Anyone gone on the beach and taking a walk and we just kind of throwing stuff in the water, picking up shelves, having a great time and everything was great till we turned around to go back. And all of a sudden, we realized we're a whole lot further away than we thought we were. Has anyone ever done that? You were so caught up in the moment of just throwing shells, picking up stuff, looking, talking to people, doing this. You didn't realize how far you had really traveled and how far You had gone. We've got to watch that in our lives. We can perhaps go further and we are further than we perhaps realize. And we've got to realize it's the proper connections. It's the daily interactions. We've got to watch what we are connected to. We've got to build and develop proper connections with the right people. On Sunday, I closed with this scripture. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to it, and it's John 15, verse 19. and I hope you're all taking notes, so write it down. John 15:19 says, "If you were of the world, the world loves its own, yet because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you." Can I paraphrase that verse for you today? Say with me, in the world." but not of the world. Say it one more time. I am in the world and not of the world. And we're going to be talking more about that when we break in a few minutes and discuss that in greater depth. But as a child of God, and I want you to understand this, as a child of God, it doesn't mean I'm better than everyone else. Come on, I'm just a sinner that's saved by grace. Do I hear an amen in the house? Okay, but as a child of God, no better than anyone else. But what happens? I now should walk in godly wisdom, wisdom for my life, making the right decisions and the right choices that's going to take me to the right places. So therefore, the wisdom, you've got to realize this through wisdom. I realize that I'm living here on earth, but I need to be aware it's about life after too come on, I'm not of the world, means that, hey, I'm living here on this earth, but my life is not just existent upon the here and now. My life is also dependent upon a glorious tomorrow that God has for me. Are you with me? As a child of God, we have the hope. You see, today is just today, but eternity is forever. So I have to be aware in the decisions, the choices, the life that I'm living. It's not just today. I'm dealing with eternity making decisions for my eternity that is going to affect other people's eternity that's going to what affect a whole lot when i begin to look at it and realize it so i've got to guard my life from the wrong company 1st corinthians 15:33 tells me do not be deceived evil company corrupts good habits don't be deceived don't be deceived why? Evil company corrupts good habits. It just takes one bad apple, they say, to spoil the whole barrel. Just one bad apple can ruin the whole barrel, can spoil the rest. Paul here in this passage is quoting from a 3rd century B.C. writer. His name is Menander. And he shows us two things that our lives are influenced by in this passage of Scripture. Number one, our lives are influenced by what we believe. Because he says, don't be deceived. Don't let your faith be rocked. You've got to know what you believe. Paul said these words, I know in whom I believe. And guess what? I am persuaded that he is able to keep that. You've got to know what you believe because there's a whole lot of other persuasion out there today. There's a whole lot of other words and other thoughts out there. But Paul says, I know in whom I believe. My belief is in God. So I've got to know what I believe. But here's what else he says. It's also what or to whom we associate, who we're connected. So therefore, yes, it's proper belief, but it's also proper connection. Your life is influenced by faith and by others by the relationships and the friendships that you keep. And wrong company will never take you to the right places. A lot of you got in a lot of trouble. Why? Not because you were trouble, but you hung out with trouble. Come on. Some of you were the trouble I know that other people hung out with and you got in trouble with. But a lot of it, you wouldn't have done that stuff on your own, but when you were with someone else. Come on, when we were kids, we didn't really throw rocks when we were on our own. But when there was three or four of us, we'd start throwing rocks. And that was when windows got smashed. I don't think I ever smashed a window on my own. But I smashed a few with other people. Come on now, don't go all holy on me in the house. You know what I'm talking about. It's amazing what happens. Listen to the scripture from Amos 3 verse 3. It says this, Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Can two walk together unless they agree? New Living Translation says, I love this. Can two people walk together without agreeing on the right direction or the same direction? If Misty's going that way and I'm going this way, guess what? We can't walk together. There's some people in your life you can't walk with. Come on, I want to tell you right now. There's some people in your life that you can't afford to walk with because if they're going the wrong direction, you're never going to get to the right places. And you may say, Pastor Philip, I thought I was supposed to win everyone and do everything. No, God's going to save people. You've just got to keep your life right. And when your witness is right and your life is right, God will place you in the right opportunities, like on a couch with someone or out at the mall or wherever. God will place you in the right situations that you'll take the people in the right direction. You don't have to go the wrong way to get someone to put them on the right path. That's where people fall. That's the trap that Satan has, that we get saved. We've got such a passion for God and we want to go out and save all our friends. We've got to pray for our friends, but we've got to be careful because it's not a good idea to go back into the clubs. It's not a good idea to go in the drug places to try and save them because you know what begins to happen? We get sucked down. The Bible says, come out from amongst them and be separate. Didn't say isolate yourself. Separation is something different. You've now got to set boundaries. We're going to talk about that. You set boundaries, not barriers, but boundaries. That's what it means to separate yourself. You set boundaries and you say, hey, you can come over here, but I ain't going over there. Set the boundaries of your life. Listen to what the Message Bible say. Don't really like the Message Bible in it's reading it because it is a paraphrase. But I like what it says of this verse. It says, do two people walk hand in hand if they are not going the same direction? Do two people walk hand in hand if they're going, or if they aren't going to the same place? No. So we need to see and understand this, once again, connected to the... Wrong people will never take me to the right places. Just before we break up tonight, I want you to turn to Psalms 1 verse 1. just want to show you something that I think is really powerful. God showed me this today. It's not a divine revelation that's going to blow you away. But I think it's something that's going to really help you and, and just help you in your decisions and choices. I believe from Psalms 1 verse 1, we see three degrees of friendship or relationship. Say that with me, Three degrees. Three degrees, so let's read it. Okay, the Bible says, Blessed is the man who does not notice it's not, not, not. So, the blessed man is the one who does not do these things. But notice there's three things that the Bible instructs a blessed man not to do. Blessed is the man who, number one, walks. Say with me, walks not in the that was almost English. You all sounded English there walks. I heard that. It's just like the Spirit of God just filled this place. It was incredible. I was just about to give an older call and it was wonderful. So with number one is walks. Walks, not in the counsel of the ungodly. Number two, nor, nor stands in the pathway of sinners, nor number three sits In the seat of the scornful. So what do we see? Three developments or three degrees of friendship. Walks, stands and sits. Each one of those involves a different level of intimacy and commitment. Let's talk about walking. The thought of friendships that are walking. Walking is like a casual friendship. You know, you're just around those people every day. You know, in the Monday morning you say, hey, how's your weekend? Oh, good, great. Have a great day. And you just kind of move on and you're done. That's just your interaction. You see them at the water cooler and you say, hey, what's going on? And you just walk away. That's just a walking relationship, just kind of casual, just kind of acquaintances all around you. But then the Bible says there's another relationship and that's stance. Standing is still casual, but it's a little bit more involved. Now you're not just passing each other, but you're stepping into more in-depth conversations. Because you're standing face to face with someone and you are communicating With them Now it's not just a case of how was your weekend, but you dwell on it a little bit more. You begin to get more into it. There's feelings that begin to be involved. There's depth that becomes. You see, there is more involvement that's taken. It's another level. There's a bond. There's an intimacy. There's a connection that's beginning to happen. You're not just walking past people and go, hey, you're now standing with those people. But then there's another degree of friendship, and the Bible tells us then there's the sitting friendship. Sitting friendship. It's not just passing, it's not just getting more involved. You are involved. Your focus is completely on them. It's no one else, it's just the two of you. It sounds like a song, huh? No one else, just the two of us. You begin to have great feelings, stronger connection. There's a closer intimacy. You're locked in and engaged. And again, we're not talking about just male and female and dating and relationships and all those things. But it's friendships too. But notice this. Each level demands more of you. Not much is demanded when you walk past someone. Little is demanded when you stand. But when you sit, there's a whole lot more that's demanded of you. So therefore, we have got to apply proper boundaries in our life. That which allows me to have the right people at the right level. The three levels of my life. When you talk about the walking friendships that we have, there's few boundaries that's really required with that. I mean, if you're just passing someone in the hallway, you don't have to say to them, I'm not going to talk to you because your breath stinks. You know what I'm saying? There's few boundaries of that. You know, they could be the biggest heathen in the world and you don't say, I'm not going to talk to you because you don't go to church. I mean, it's a walking relationship. It's just, hey, high five, what's going on? Great day. There's few boundaries that need to be applied. Are you with me? Are you following my thoughts tonight? Few boundaries that have to be applied there. It's just everyday acquaintances, work, colleagues, people around you, nothing serious, nothing major. But then as you step into the next degree where you begin to stand, there's more defined boundaries that are needed. It becomes essential that you begin to apply boundaries. Because you've got to watch that when you start standing with people, people are going to begin to speak into your life. That's when friendships begin to take on a new level. Even in perhaps a small way, they become a part of your life. You're connected. It's a friendship that's developing. It's people you do things with, hang out with, maybe still occasionally, but you begin to connect with them. But then there's the sitting, as we said. And these aren't more defined boundaries. These have to be absolute defined boundaries. You've got to watch the ones you allow the closest to you. You've got to watch. It's got to be filtered through. Because the people who you sit with are the people that you can share your heart with. That you can get so vulnerable with them and know that you can trust them that they're not going to hurt you. So you've got to watch. You've got to set boundaries. You don't just pour your heart out to anyone unless you're really stupid. And we're going to have an altar call for stupidity at the end of the service. (laughs) But you don't pour your heart out to anyone. You don't pour your heart out to someone you just walk by or someone you just kind of stand casually with. But it's someone you sit with. There's a level of intimacy. There's a connection. It's right there. And I could go on and on, but do you see the parameters or the boundaries that we say? Boundaries that need to be put in place in my life, for my life. Not barriers, but boundaries. A barrier stops someone. A boundary what limits the access the deeper they get. I've got a lot of people I walk with. I've got a lot of people I walk with. In fact, I never meet a stranger. When I walk, I talk to everyone. But you know what? There's fewer people I stand with. And there's only really a selected few that I sit down with. Why? Because I have to set boundaries of protection for my life, what's going to build my life. I'm telling you right now, you've got to set those boundaries for yourself. I'm not telling you not to have anyone close because that's a lonely life and don't live in isolation because it's not a good place. The Bible says a man who isolates himself rages against all sound judgment. There's no wisdom in that. That's not godly. That's not what God wants you to do. But you've got to realize who you walk with, who you stand with and who you sit with determines how far your life is going to go. Notice I didn't say we shouldn't have any relationship with certain people. They can just walk relationships. But again, watch as we go in. Okay, write down this statement. I said it Sunday, but you need it again. You can give unconditional love without giving unrestricted access to everyone. You can give unconditional love without giving unrestricted access to everyone. I love you, but you're not going to sit with me. I love you, but you know what? I'm not going to stand with you. I'll walk with you, but I'm not going to stand with you. You've got to guard your life enough to watch the relationships that you have around you. Some people are going to be offended and some people are going to be hurt. You know what? I'm not trying to offend you and I'm not trying to hurt you. But you know what? This is my life. I have to be responsible for it. My children determined upon my relationship and this and that. I've got to guard my heart and I've got to guard my life. That's very, very, did I say very important for your life that you do that? Yes, as I said, we're to love people. We're to want the best for them. But we need godly wisdom to know how far and close. Or, or let me say that again. But we need godly wisdom to know from how far or from how close to love them. God, give us the wisdom. We love everyone. But God, give us the wisdom to know how close or how far we need to love them from. Come on, say with me boundaries. Not barriers. That's isolation. That's cutting off people. But boundaries is insulation to protect you. Let me say this and we're going to break up. You know what? If I was to take an electrical wire that was a bare wire today and I was going to touch it, it would shock me and kill me. Shock me and kill me. But I can take that same wire and put insulation around it like you have with a hairdresser, dryer or tongs or an iron. And you can grab a hold of that wire and it won't hurt you. Why? Because of the proper insulation. You've got to watch because friendships around you can kill you. But with the proper boundaries and the insulation, you can grab a hold of those things. And guess what? With the right way in the right how, they can be of a benefit to you. My iron is no good if it's a wire that's all bare. But when it's insulated, I can use that. You've got to realize that right relationships and right circumstances and right situations will bless your life, will build your life and strengthen your life. And that's in putting boundaries, not wrong, but very much biblical for our life.
1: We would like to thank you for listening to this message today. We pray that your life has been challenged by what you've heard, but we also know it will be changed as you put God's word into effect. At HeartSeas Family Life Church, our doors are always open to help. If you need any more information or just a friend to listen, we are here. Call us at 225-274-1607 or email us at pastorp.hflc.us. Remember, put God first in your life and everything you do will prosper. We look forward to seeing you soon. God bless.